This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, and now you can win cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, welcome back, DGENs, for the PGA Championship Recap and Colonial Preview Show. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of God himself, Steve Shermer. Steve, I know you did well this weekend. How are you feeling, dude? I mean, I did well today. I wouldn't say I did well the entire weekend. We need to address that. Yeah, that's fine. On the show, but uh, no, I feel like I uh, just got into a car wreck. I mean, I actually got in a car wreck this week, but uh, no, that was a uh, very, very entertaining final round. I wouldn't necessarily say very good golf final round. No, but, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, but hey, listen, sometimes bad golf is really entertaining. So, yeah, yeah that was uh, that was pretty good. Uh, congratulations to Justin Thomas for winning PGA Championship. I don't know if he, I don't know if he won it. He won but, it. Uh, he won it. Five years, five years from now, we're not going to remember. It's just going to say JT PGA champion. That's it. Oh, I I disagree. I think we're we're going to have remember what happened to. We're going to remember There's that. There's a lot a lot of guys who are goats that we're going to remember bit. that. Remember that Mito swing on 18. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck was that? Yeah. Oh remember you put a swing on it like I'm trying to slice it five fairways over. What was we'll, that? We'll 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 get to him. But let's talk about JT. Let's talk about JT yeah. for a second. So I was getting ready to come on this show today and just kill the guy. Yep. He played so bad yesterday. Just flaccid. Flaccid Fleetwood <laughs> bad. Like, hey, Fleetwood was not flaccid today. No, he wasn't. He uh, won a bet for me, which we'll talk about a little later. But, I mean, just putter wasn't working. He was just leaving stuff in the bunker. Like, that. how he played 13 yesterday, the power five was disgusting. Where he, so I actually missed it. So I went to go grill a steak. Did he shank it into a tree? Yes. Okay. And then punch out and then left a wedge into the bunker. Like, that was, I was just like, you're done. It, it's over at that point. Yeah. Looked like it. But good for him. Came back to win. I don't know. What, what was your impression of the whole thing? I mean, look, it's fine. Like, I mean, he did what we expect Rory to do. I mean, look, he went out like, like I said, when you texted me earlier today about, like, you were going to rip him, I was like, well, I mean, he at least had a terrible weather wave. you got to give him a little pass for that. Like, he played really well, and he got the shitty draw. He really did. Like, that was a bad draw. And, it was. And, and he went out, put his big boy pants on, and fucking posted the, the low low round on Friday for the bad weather. So, I mean, you got to give him credit for that. But you're right. But when you came back and he played up like shit on Saturday, he did. Maybe it was like... Left over, you know, left over. He was so mentally exhausted from having to focus so hard on Friday. But yeah. listen, he went out today. He he saw that fucking leaderboard and it was like this thing is coming back. You know what I mean? And he was like, if I can post the number, I thought he was. I really thought he was going to get the six under. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, man, congrats to JT, man. Look, he did what he did. Uh, I had no pad of him. Wasn't going to bet him this week. I didn't. Don't think I had any of them in showed in DraftKings. Uh, I mean, I went super heavy uh, on the playoff. <laughs> Yes. Um, the largest, 
the largest bet I've ever laid on a matchup in golf. That's for goddamn sure. I wasn't even close. That was a great sweat. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. very nerve wracking when you're betting eight units. Yeah, was fucking, right there. It's fucking insane. And then he put it in the rough right after I did it. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Funny but how that, that always happens, right? Yeah. Um, but, he got, but, but he got up and down. Hey, dude, it was beautiful. He, like, yeah. I, so. I like the nerdy golf shit. Like I love that. Like listening to him and Bones talk and go over shots and shit like that. Like, yeah. and he was like, "All right, nice little nine." I was like, "Nice little nine." You gotta go for the. I was like, "No, all right, fine. Like whatever. Give yourself a nice wedge in." And then he fucking didn't stuff it, but he put it good, good enough where what is it, ten feet? You know what I mean? Ten, twelve no, feet. It was, it was like it was like seven feet. Yeah. Well, okay. Six, seven, yeah, that, that was a great wedge. It's what he had to. That's probably what he should have did yesterday. Thirteen, mm-hmm. but. Uh, side note, by the way, um, and I, I sent this message to you, but, uh, PJ Tour, hey, like, if we have a playoff at TBC River Highlands in a couple weeks again, can we follow what the PJ Championship did with this yes. aggregate playoff as far as, like, the, how they did it? Yeah. Par five, drivable par four, and then the toughest hole of the golf course. Absolutely. With water. Perfect. Drama. Perfect. Perfect. It was great. Perfect. Like, no more sudden death bullshit. Like, give me, like you said, that's exactly how every, how it should always be. I remember, like, like when, uh, the, the NHL brought the, the shootout in to settle shit and everybody lost their fucking mind. And this, this should be universally adopted at every fucking, every tournament. Give me yeah. three holes. Cause these guys work for four fucking days, man. Give them three holes. Give them one, give them a, a mulligan, right? Like, give them one bad hole. Give them three holes to prove who is, is sharper. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. perfect. It's absolutely yeah. perfect, and it should absolutely be adopted. What was the what was, what was the place we were talking about where it was fucking par 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 par? It was English and uh, it was what's his name? at River yeah. Highlands. Yeah, yeah, because they played eighteen over and over. That yeah. just no one was getting birdie. No, and no one was bogey either. They played seventeen with the water, and everybody played safe with it, and that's why it went like eleven holes. Oh my god, it went fu- it was so yeah. long. So no, the PJ got has it right. Um, the Open Championship also has it right. At St Andrews, we get a playoff. Remember the one in 2015? They yeah. played one to 17, which is the road hole, and then 18 is basically a drivable par four two. We got a playoff. That's pretty exciting as well. That's a four hole aggregate. The USGA also, I think, adopted a four hole aggregate too. They don't do 18 holes on money, which I always kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but and then the Masters is the only one that's sudden death now, but. Yeah, that was very well, I mean, good. I mean all tournaments, not just the big. Okay, I know all tournaments. I'm talking about, yeah. but uh, no. Listen, two majors for JT. Uh, I did an over under majors podcast with uh Andy Lack. That's gonna I think come out this week because yeah. he's uh he's off uh on vacation. Congratulations to Andy. He uh he uh picked JT pre tournament to cash that big. Good for him. But uh, so JT obviously was part of our over under uh, majors. So I'll ask you the question: over under. Four and a half majors for JT. So three more? Three more. Um, I'll take, I'll take the over. Okay. I'll take the over. He's got the game. And so like he's, he's, he's proven like he played the bad weather at at TPC. He played the bad weather here. He's proved he's mentally tough. Right. Whether yeah. he executes correctly or not is a different story. Right. But all, all world iron player, if that putter is even remotely OK, like he can definitely do it. OK, I'm still going to go under and there's just a lot of really good golfers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but why. I mean, look, like you got Cam Young, Zalzars, Davis Riley also played well this week. That's another really young guy. You know, yeah. he's still got. 
you know, Rory still got Rory's get out of here. Rory's I not winning. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about him. You got Morikawa, you got Hovland, you got Scheffler, you got Joaquin Neiman who played well. Joaquin Neiman's not winning the fucking major either. He might win a major. He's not gonna win a major. I think I, I disagree. But the point is, like I think JT's what he's gonna be thirty next year. Yeah, and there's just a lot of really good players. I agree. And you know, I you know, next month we would say it's Rob's turn or it's Morikawa's turn. Like I'm just gonna go keep back and forth with all, with all this. I stuff. just think winning is a skill in golf. I mean, that was the first time he won in like 15 months, though. Yeah, yeah, but 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 he's how many times has he won? You know what I mean? He's already won a major. That's true. He's won a lot. And I think winning is an actual skill in golf, like knowing how to play from the front or chase down people and having having the the mindset to be able to do that. Like I think that's a legit thing. Like I do. I think yeah. that's uh, like I know it's unquantifiable, but I think it's real. So it's the All same right. thing like clutch in baseball for me. Like you're either clutch or you're not. All right. Well, one person could call it, you know, running someone down and someone else could say, just give it to him. And we're gonna talk <laughs> about the guys that gave him his second major right after this break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he, you're fine. All right. Well, listen, um, gonna talk to you guys about win bet. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet fifty bucks to win two hundred dollar promotion, where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars of free bets. Plus, the win bet casino is offering a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a G. All users, all users will receive a twenty dollar free bet when they win, lose, or push a three leg or longer build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. And don't forget the max is coming up, coming to the win, and you can bet on it on win bet. It's Tom Brady, the goat, and Aaron Rodgers. Minus 200 favorites over uh, baby Josh Allen and baby Patrick Mahomes at plus 165. So there's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download WinBet or visit WYNNBet.com to get started today. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at WinBet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, let's get to the fun part of the show. Let's start tearing guys new with. Okay. So there's five goats that I have identified that probably should have won today. Either today or they just should have won in general. Yeah. And I, what I want you to do is I want the rank you to rank them from yeah. least goaty to most goaty. And you got Amito, okay. you got Rory, okay. you got Zal Torres, Cam Young, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. So, so rank least them. least goaty first? Yeah. yeah. Mito. He's young, but I disagree. Really? You think he's? I, I think I think Cam Young is the least goaty today. No, he's, no. He's, I, he's twenty five. This is the second major. Yeah. He really only screwed up like two holes today. Why would he be? So why is he the least goaty? So okay, you're not you're not understanding what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Oh, most, most goats is you blew it the most. Oh, you, oh, okay, most, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay, I did, but I misunderstood the exercise. So let's start over. Okay, Okay. all right, so who blew it the most? I know, who blew it the least to the most? Least to the most, okay, so least blew it the most would be Young, I would agree. I I agree. Yeah. I mean, he hit, he started off really poorly on one. Yep. And then he immediately bounced back with a birdie. Birdie. I think he did the same thing again on... I think hole number nine, he bogeyed the eighth and then, you know, came back from the nine. He really always, yeah, he only really screwed up on that double. Yeah, the double, he had some really bad bunker shots down the stretch too. Like, um, 
did. But he was at 13. That was a bad yeah. bugger shot. Real and bad. he hit a bad one. But, but he still, but he still gave, he still had like, it was under 15 feet for a birdie. No, I, like, I know. Like, and, he, he just, he missed so many putts that I thought he could make. But well, listen, the kid's young. He hits a fucking mile. He's in contention at, you know what I mean? Like, what is this? Is like fifth, top five? Like, yeah, I, like this kid's going to break through at some point. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, yeah, I mean, he definitely had his grasp. I'm not going to fault the kid. It, it is what it is. So, all right. So we agree on so, that. Right. Who's, who's after that? Oh boy. I guess technically Rory because he was out of it on Sunday. All right. I, so I'm going to put Zalatoris as the second least going. That's fine. I could, I could go with yeah. that. That's fine. Okay. Cause. I mean, Zalatoris looked like he was going to run away with this thing, and then he got a bad break on, what, six? <laughs> that bounce. Side of the hill. That yeah. bounce. Oh, my God. It was yeah, so that, bad. Yeah, and th- that derailed. Like, that <laughs> ended a little bit. He had a bogey in six, bogey in seven, uh, and then he just, yeah, like the rest of the round, he kind of was just flat until he ended up getting, I think, up and down on 17. Yep. He got so, up and down on 18. 18, too. Yeah, and up and down on 18 as well. Yeah, that was a clutch putt on 18. Yep. And then listen, the playoff, like, it is what, what it is. Do? But, yeah, but. Once again, there's a reason why I laid the biggest single bet I've ever laid in golf when it was JT versus Will Z. Like, everybody right. knew it was going to happen. Right. I mean, I guess you can make the argument. He went to the weekends nine under, and he finished it five, five under for the tournament. Yeah. He, he, he was awful on Saturday. Everybody was bad on Saturday. No, I wasn't really Other sure. than Bubba. Oh, wait, no, Bubba was good on Friday. No, Bubba was bad, yeah. too. Yeah, Bubba was good. Um, answer was actually pretty good on Saturday. I know, I know, but Zalatoris was like legitimately like yeah, he was yeah, he was like not off good. the tee was terrible. Yeah. That that putting stroke though, can we? Talk oh my about god, that? yes, it's when they zoomed in on it, it's it it stresses me out. I didn't have any money on it. And it stresses me out. It, I I don't know, like I mean, listen, I guess it worked because I didn't see him miss any two footers. Right. But man, like that goes like nine different directions. And it stops, pauses, goes forward, back again. Like, oh boy. Like what I what I don't understand is like how on the long putts he doesn't do that, and like on the short ones, it just like all right, I have to like put in <sighs> position. Like it's like Hideki the top of the backswing when he just stops. He True. literally stops yeah. and like shakes, and then he just like stabs the ball. Yeah. Yeah. God, that that is not sustainable. And he's an arm locker, and he does that. Oh yeah. That's so bad. Well, he but he doesn't he do the claw thing. Uh, yeah, it's arm lock and the claw. That's too much shit. I just that's, that's not yeah. good. Yeah, I can't. I I don't. I tried that claw thing like for just on like the putting green. It just felt so unnatural. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get back to Rory though. <sighs> just just typical. Typical. Tip, typical Rory. Yep. Exactly how I said it would play out. First round leader. Yep. And then he and then on Sunday and then he didn't even finish the run. Like it looked like he was really going to go out with four birdies in a row on the front nine. Like I was like, oh my god, he's really going to fucking back to a top well, five. Well, let's go back to Friday. That yeah. that's why I think he's the third most goat here because that was he got the good wave, good draw. It, yep. The wind died down. Dead. There were sixty threes out there, sixty four. Yep. Like it was really easy. Yep. And he shot seventy one. Yeah, terrible. That that was really bad right there. And he played awful on Saturday, like he does, and then made the run on Sunday. And then as soon as he was in it, he bogeyed. bogeyed as soon as he was terrible in chip, it. terrible putt. He's not winning another major. He's not winning another major. It's not happening. I will bet whatever you want. So over under a half zero. 
I think it's over, but this does not give me confidence. <laughs> no. Like, no. The, like we, the, it seems like we see the same thing over and over with him. Yes. Like, as, as soon as he's 11 strokes out, it's all of a sudden now it's go time. Yeah. So, ugh, just bad. I was so high on Rory, too. And, like, yeah. he got the first round leader. I was like, yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, By the hit. way, yes. I tipped you on that, not you and everybody. You didn't tip I, me on it. You got, you I didn't. said it on the pick show. I said, Rory, first round oh, leader. And you're like, fine, fine. Well, then so you it, I, had, I had him written down anyway, but you and Andy both convinced me on Rory over the fucking week. And I, I he, was in, he was in, like, fucking 40% of my DFS. I had him as my one and done. I just didn't bet him outright, so I leveraged it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and whatever. Regar- nice. Regardless, another disappointing Rory finish. Another disappointing Rory. That's going to look great for the Wikipedia page. Right, I know. All so, right, so now we're down to Mito and Fitz. I'm gonna give Mito the second because he's young. I, I, I am too. Yeah, he's young, and man, if if there was one more rotation on 17, he would have had a two shot lead going in. He would have took a three wood out, fucking, and he would have at worst bogeyed 18, and he would have won. I feel bad for him, man. I do. I, I legit feel bad for him. Yeah, I that's gonna stay with him. Like something like this. Oh, scar tissue ca- galore. Carries with you. Oh yeah. And oh, so, like, I mean, was, look, he was he was legitimately bad today. He was. He was real bad. Today. But but let's, I, let let me bring this up, which you said you didn't know about. Uh, so at the end, Mito went and talked to the golf channel. You could tell yeah. the kid was shook. Like, but he was very polite, said the right things. And he's like. I think he said something like, "Listen, you know, I didn't think I was, you know, feeling the pressure, but I guess sometimes your body just builds up pressure and you don't even know what you're doing, right? And you know who didn't talk? Who declined to talk to the media, went and packed up his locker and fucking went home. Like the fucking baby he is. He's a fucking baby. I know he's a nice guy, air quotes, whatever. Nobody knows him. He seems like a fucking pampered fuck. I'm surprised he did that. Why? Like, it's usually, it's, usually he's very honest with the media. I'm surprised he didn't face the music. Yeah, well, he did. He should. He should. By the way, he should face the music on that. Okay, he should. No, he should. And, and I'm bringing up. I'm bringing up the old "Don't want to wear the Irish flag" days. It all comes back. All comes back to me. Okay. For my I mean, Ferrari. Let, let's let's go back to media for a second. Yeah. He put some horrible swings on the ball today. The swing he put on the tee shot on three that sent it right into the woods. That oh was pretty God. bad. Yes. His tee shot on 14, that was a rope hook that went 40 yards oh, yeah. past the green. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was awful, but he was at, he was scrambling pretty well. He was getting up and up down, down man. from like 100 yards yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it was crazy. And then let me ask you a question. What is uglier, Zalatoris' putting stroke from two feet or Mito's tee shot swing on 18? That was gross. gross. It was gross, but here's the deal. Will Easy does it. Every tournament, I don't know if Mito does that all the time, but that shit was horrific. I don't. What what was happening? He came like over the top, like like what, why did he try to go over the top it? so much? I don't know. I have no idea. It was idea. like the worst version of Patrick Reed's helicopter finish. Like he didn't need to do that. Like why? And he took driver there too. Yeah. Like take oh, three wood. God. Take three wood. Hey man, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. It was bad. And listen, okay. good because it it gave me a chance to make some more money and bet JT in the playoff. So, all right, thank you. So we're both agreeing with who the biggest go to the the day yeah. was. Then. Yeah, of course, Fitz. I am a huge Fitzpatrick backer. Yeah, you, you you can have the floor. That was utterly pathetic today, right from the jump. 
Yep. Like, and Dottie even called it too. Like, everything was rushed. Apparently, he was late to the, like the the practice range, so he so, rushed. So here's what's funny is this morning when I was on okay. Twitter, him and his caddy were watching soccer. Oh. And oh, you got to be fucking kidding! So Premier I, League final day. So I don't know. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know if that's why they were late or not. But he posted it like, this team better do good. I need, what's his caddy's name? I needed him to be in a good mood today. And I was like, I didn't know he was late to the rage. I didn't hear that part. Um, yeah, p- apparently everything was lit, like rushed. Like the putting, chipping. And like right from the jump too, like it seemed like he was trying to hit it off the tee like Bryson. He was yep. swinging so through hard. Shoes. Through his shoes. Insane. Well, why? What was he doing? To prove all of us people who say he's a short knocker run. <laughs> like, I think I saw maybe two good shots out of Fitzpatrick today. Everything was garbage. Like, the iron the, shots were bad. He had a couple the, of good tee shots. The, chip, the chipping was pretty good. I was talking about, like, hitting. Like, I got you, I got you. God, he was missing lefts all day. The fact he finished, what, three under for the turn? I, I, I felt like it, sh- it felt like he shot 80 today <laughs> with the way he was playing. It was <laughs> utter garbage. I I could not believe what I saw, and all he had to do is just shoot even par today, and I would have been able to dunk on you. And ah, uh, but alas, he did Fitzpatrick right. things. Yeah, that's it. it. This is him, man. Like I just, I I am team never fucking fits, and I will be always team never fucking fits. You know what? <laughs> it's for me. It's it's unless he's over fifty to one, it's positionals only for me. That's it. Okay. I I I I can't, I can't do it anymore. This guy. And you know what? He, he's going to be uber chalk at the U.S. Open because he won Brooklyn at the U.S. Am. He's going to be un, he's going to be thirty to one. Everybody's going to bet him. I will not be betting him. We already know. I'm, who we're I'm already saying right. No, no. I, I'm serious. I'm, I will not be betting him at the U.S. No, Open. I'm saying we already know who we're betting at Brooklyn. We do. And why don't we talk about it right now? You want to? That's all. Patrick Cantlay. All right, come on. Hey, apparently the Bermuda thing is a thing. It's a real thing. It's Look a that. real thing. Why did so, you? Do? So, so let's go over some of his stats this week. Terrible, man. All right. First round. Point three off the tee. Okay, you know, the ball's sitting up off the Bermuda, so it's fine. <laughs> He's not actually made contact with it. Uh, lost 1.5 with his approach shots. Pretty shitty. Pretty, lost pretty 1.2 yeah. 1. around the green. Oh, I guess he's a good bad grass putter. Lost point eight there. Yep. Okay? Second round. I think it was even worse. Was it? You know what? It wasn't quite as bad. <laughs> Uh, he lost off the tee this time. Uh, actually gained an approach, gained around the green, lost three strokes putting. So, so much for the Bankgrass, uh, narrative. For real. Um. Ejected. Look. So bad. Here's, here's the opportunity though. Yep. Is that in a couple weeks, which by the way, we only have three more tournaments to the U.S. Open. It's a very Is that all we got? Yeah, we have Colonial, we have Memorial in two weeks, and then we have oh. the Canadian Open and then U.S. Open week. Nice. Let's go. What a great stretch of golf we got coming. It actually is. I was complaining before, like these actually, these next three terms are actually really good. Plus we're going to have the first live event. That's going to be a wild week. Let's go. (laughs) So next couple weeks going to be fun, but everybody's going to be out. I can't like everybody. They're all going to say he sucks. And you know what? Look, he has sucked in majors. He's still a good player. It's not going to be like this forever. At some point he's going to play well. And if that number drifts, I'm already going to play the narrative. I, I already know I'm going to bet Cantlay at Brooklyn because I'm going to run that same take again about Bermuda and say, listen, now we're on a northern golf course. He's going to feel right comfortable. 
It's also a plotter golf course too. I feel like Brookline is like like this was not for him. Brookline's gonna be for him. Where just be patient, just like hit fairway, just like, you know, just you know, kinda hit it here, hit it here, and then we'll go from there. I I, I like Cantley a lot for Brookline. I'm not I'm actually pretty encouraged by what I saw this week because this team's gonna be awful. Okay. Uh anything else about the PGA? Yeah. Wanna talk about Tiger? No. It was horrific. Like I it was painful to watch. Like stop. And, 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 and in the, in the, in the TV coverage, and I know people want to watch Tiger. Like even Tommy was over the house on on Saturday, and I was bitching about him being on the coverage. And I'm like, listen, man, it's like fucking one o'clock. I got guys who could actually make a move, and I'm watching Tiger for fucking four minutes standing on the putting green. He's not even looking at a putt. He's just fucking standing there, and they're talking about him, and it drives me nuts. There, there's the golf. Like I want to have a stroke. Golf coverage is so fucking. Bad. Like I already know the shots that are coming because I've already been updated on my phone, and, and it takes them five minutes to get the shit that's important because I got to listen to some CEO for fucking ten minutes and Nance and the other asshole talk for fucking fifteen minutes about shit we already know. It makes me fucking insane. So CBS today, they were going over the Zalator's ruling, and then all of a sudden they went through a playthrough as they were still explaining it. I was like, this doesn't help. They're pointing no. at different things. Like I need some. You need to stay on this right now. Ugh. And have somebody explain or put up microphone and say, like, all right, this is the conversation. Right. Instead of go to a fucking Michelin commercial. Yeah, of course. And I I mean, between that, the PG Tour app and the Leader was terrible. Always bad. Did they ever I I don't think they ever put where the pin actually was on each (laughs) green. They didn't. They didn't. They never did. That's useful information. Yes. Like, okay, it's here. It's seventy two feet away. All right, but where's the pin? (laughs) <laughs> like is it short sided? Is, yeah. is he fucked? Yeah. Like oh no one knows. God. No one knows. Kept crashing, and then it took them five hours on Thursday to figure out that hey, you couldn't have the guys who are over par well below the bottom of the page of the guys who haven't teed off yet. They didn't and have where the tur- they did it last year too. It's the same thing. And they didn't have where the turn was even correct, remember? Like Oh yeah. It was they showed yeah, the turn 10, at or, or, or eleven. Yeah. God, fucking awful. <laughs> so bad. Like so honestly, like we were, I like I complain about the open championship app because then I've shot like I would take that because at least I know it's all accurate. Day. Exactly, all yeah, and it looks clean. Like this just looks fucking clunky. Terrible. Ugh. All right. But anyways, back to Tiger. Um, I agree with you. I this isn't fun. It's not fun. It like I know he like what he did on Friday to make the cut. It was great. It was just he dug deep, but like it's not fun. It's, no. it's not fun, especially when they're devoting just so much coverage to it for a guy just to make the cut. Like, yeah. what else you got to fucking prove, dude? Nothing. And and, and okay. then I know you're on Twitter, so I don't know if you saw it somewhere else, but he was coming down on uh, on Saturday, coming like walking down to go into bunker, and his leg just did this like awful, gross thing, and uh-huh. it was so painful. It was like, dude, like. Man, please stop. Like, just, just go. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, just play the Masters and like play the Masters. Play a couple short, easy courses to warm up for. Play, play the he- play the hero in the Bahamas. Yeah, man. Like, 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 like it's, it's not, it's not the memories we want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Uh, and I, you have nothing else to prove. You're not really gonna go out and compete. Like, it is what it is. Like, no, you're not breaking Jack's record. It is what it is at this point. And your body has been not only through the fact you almost lost your leg. How many back surgeries has he had? Yep. That probably another one's gonna come down the pipe again. Nope. It's just I don't know. Just, you know. I, I you're right. I don't want to remember him like this, so 
All right, then lastly, I guess, how do we do? I'll, I'll start first. Um, mixed bag this week for me. Obviously, I did hit a outrights. Um, I did nail seven of ten positionals. That Pretty good. Was, that Pretty was fun. good. <laughs> uh, Rory top 20 with a football bet. Zalatoris top 20. Fitzpatrick top 20. And then I nailed all my top 40s. Fleetwood, Aaron Wise, Brian Harmon, Kevin Hahn. No dead heat on any of them either. Nice. Um, if I could take it back, though. I did the Scotty Shuffler and Morikawa top 20s before I got the tee times. Yeah. Note going forward, don't do that until you get the tee times. Yeah. That cost me a little bit this week. Positionals are fine. No complaints. Um, I bet Charles Schwartzel, Fowler, and Simpson to miss the cut. They all made the cut. <laughs> oh, for three. Everybody Schwar- made the cut. <laughs> I know, but Schwartzel and Simpson made on the number. That was the most frustrating thing. And Simpson went nuclear fucking on Saturday. That sucks. Uh, no hole in one. That was fine. Um, Cam Smith almost had it. Fuck. All right. Hey. Close window call. Wouldn't help me in DK. Yeah. Uh, cut line. I, I want to talk about this one for a second. This, is, this one annoys me. So yeah. I, I, so I would just like, I need to hammer the over no matter what it was. I saw 144 and a half. I was like, I'm just going to take it. Little did I know that another book was going to hang 146 and a half or plus six and a half. I'm like, that's way too high. Yeah. So I thought about middling it. I'm like, no, that's too cute. I honestly, it, if I had to do it over again, I would have just taken the under. That that was just a bad number. So I got lucky. I had I had 144 flat, so I just pushed it. All right. Okay. So there you go. There. Yeah. So, um, I will say though, I think the PGA not cutting the greens overnight on Thursday. I think that's why I stayed a plus four because exactly. I was expecting. No one was going to be able to hold a green, like kind of like 2002 U.S. Open conditions or 2001. Honestly, I, I, I the course setup was a little easier than I anticipated this week. I thought balls would more roll into the rough. Maybe I, I overestimated how much those you know the fairways are kind of sloped a little bit. I overestimated how much you know balls were going to feed off the green and repel. Mm-hmm. Seems like there are a lot more greens hitting regulation than I gave credit for, for kind of small greens, whatever yeah. it is. It is. Uh, matchups though. Um, I need to take a, either I need to take a break <laughs> or I need to do what I did today. Yeah. So I had two, ma- I forget what they were, but yeah. I handic, but I handicapped them. I think one of them was, um, the Fleetwood, right? Pat, Pat Munoz and then there was another one. Yeah, Fleetwood. No, I'm talking about the ones I did today. Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't give them out. But it was like Hatton over Munoz, like one other one. So I handicapped. I'm like, all right, I like Munoz, and I, it was the other one. I'm like, I'm gonna do the opposite, and it went two and zero. So something <laughs> is clearly broken with my process. I I don't know what it is. So honestly, I think next week I'm gonna handicap matchups, and I'm just gonna take the opposite side at this point. I I, I what the fuck? I mean, I've been bad for two months now in matchups. Okay. So that, but then today though. So as I mentioned, uh, maybe I didn't mention this. Uh, I kind of got the TBC Scottsdale 2020 burst Kepka vibe that no mm-hmm. one actually wants to win this thing. And I saw JT at 22 to one. I was like, screw it. He's just going to win. Anyone. <laughs> so, yep. so that capped a very nice, nice. So look at that. Game. You used your gut and not stats. I did. Mm. Uh, I also realized that my book was offering, uh, will guys hit the fairway or hit the green? And I went nine no in that today. Nice. So yeah. I had a very good Sunday to end the day, but uh, unfortunately, I need to do better for you guys in matchups. 
um, and without rights. And honestly, the tournament props kind of bugged me too. I usually do really well in those. And yeah, I, I mean, look, man, it was it was the bad wind draw. I had to fucking turn Slack off today because like everybody's ahead of me. So I had yeah. to turn I had to turn off notifications, which sucks because I don't want to be in there. But at the same point, I'm like I'm not ruining my experience, right? <laughs> so, like you said, I need to not be cheap and just get cable, I guess. You should. <laughs> Otherwise, I have to delay my reactions 90 seconds for you. And that's yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah, I know. So you text me something like, "No, you're ahead. Stop." <laughs> okay. All right. All right. How'd you do this week? I did fine. Like obviously, first round leader fucking helps, right? Um, but yeah, matchups. I got fucking smoked. I think. Uh, I think. Fleetwood was the only matchup that fucking hit. Uh, yeah, I think Fleetwood was the only matchup to hit. No. Oh, you want to say anything about Daniel Berger, by the way? Oh, fuck him, man. What a, what a joke. What a joke. What a joke. Like, I don't understand. Like, how was he that bad? I don't understand. I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I mean, it, it seemed like I, I don't even think I saw a shot from him this week. Me either. Corey Connors fucking, like, just... <laughs> Like Brutal. fuck me on the top Canadian. Like everybody was bad. You just had to be less bad than everybody else. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like whatever. And, and the positionals I put out, like they all blew because I had the wrong side of the draw for the top twenties. Like uh, Fleetwood was the only one to hit, and I was plus three fifty. And I didn't put it out. I put it on Twitter. I was like, I'll add more later, and I did. I added Xander Smith, Rory, uh, um, Young, and then, like one other guy in the morning wave. So I hit all those. But okay, well there you go. Yeah, but I mean, whatever. It's not. It doesn't count because I didn't fucking put it out. It was just to hedge myself. But you're right. Like, like I texted as soon as that shit came out. I was like, what the fuck? And I even texted you. I usually wait. I usually wait. But I was trying to get ahead because it was content week. I was like, I want to make sure my cards out. Fucking da da da. Let me lay the bets. And then the fucking came out. I was like, oh, I'm fucking screwed. <laughs> like, yeah, like let's pull back the curtain real quick. Like, look, like as if we were not putting out content, like I we probably would wait till like. Tuesday night, Wednesday to do our picks, but well for like, out for outrights I'll jump on them early, but for like positionals and all yeah, that, yeah, but like absolutely. even like, even a week like this, like half my outrights were on the wrong side of the draw, and I'm like, well, what am I doing? So maybe a rule going forward is maybe I'm only been like anything over forty to one on Monday, and then wait and see what the tea times are because this week, this week we might have a weather issue. I know that we can get to. So maybe that's a maybe that's something we just need to adopt going forward. Yeah, could be. So, all right. Could be. And right. here's the thing too. So now is it, are we going to get a flop lag on on the weather? Right? Like, is everybody going to overreact to because this weather stack worked? Well, TPC the weather stack didn't work. So that's something you got to factor in too. Let's just galaxy brain everything. Wait, why didn't TPC Saga's weather stack work? Because it was because every- everybody got delayed and everybody was fucked and it, the stack didn't actually work out correctly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I didn't actually think they were going to stop play. Yeah, but it's, so yeah, so it doesn't matter. Like the point is, it's like typically weather stacks don't work. This time it really fucking worked for the most part, yeah. except for JT. You know what yeah, I mean? JT, so, JT ended up winning. JT literally mushroom printed our foreheads. So, <laughs> all right, you got anything else, or we move on? That's fine. We can move on. All right, well, we take one, uh, another break and then we'll uh, get to Colonial. All right, sounds good. So now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for my dynasty one. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you get to make money on Sleeper by playing their new over under game. 
It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players you like and then pick the over-under. For example, number of points of basketball or hits of baseball. Then choose the amount you want to enter in the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win between anywhere between two times and 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's pick with a tap of the button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together like me and Steve did today with JT. So, stop what you're doing and download the sleeper and head over to the new over under game have fun with your friends and make some money and right. uh yeah just make sure to use promo code sgpn all right uh let's get to charles Schwab challenge uh-huh. the pga what a terrible name for like what a terrible name for a tournament by the way well i mean just you call it charles Schwab. what just call it okay, well, do you know, do you know what it was bef- do you know what it was before this oh, dude i actually do hang on Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, the, no. Dean and, the Dean and DeLuca Invitational. Oh, that's even worse. You're right. uh, what even are they? Are they a grocery store? Who knows? I, th- I, think like- like a, I think they're like a high-end grocery store. It sounds like they're part of the Gambino family. what it really sounds like. Part of the what? The Gambino family. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, this is the Charles Schwab Challenge that also known as the Dean DeLuca, also known as the Colonial Invitational, also known as the Crown Plaza Invitational. Yeah. Colonial, just do Colonial Invitational or Charles Schwab. The, the challenge right. thing is dumb. It's a All golf right. course. All right. For going – well, they do give away like a cool Dodge Challenger, I think, to the winner, which I think uh, Kevin Nall gave to his, uh, his caddy when right. he won. All right. Fine. From Going forward, this will be known as Colonial on the podcast. Yeah, let's just do that. All right, so look, like we're probably gonna breeze through a lot of this stuff. We spent a lot of time in the PGA. Most of the stuff we're gonna talk about that I already wrote about in my article, which uh, by the way, I had to edit <laughs> Brilliant. because I Brilliant. assassinate I assassinated JT on Saturday night when I wrote it. <laughs> but and then he ended up winning the tournament. So congratulations to everybody who uh, ended up cashing the tickets. Uh, I did put a little screenshot of uh, uh, that little faux pas. Perfect. There, so. it was yeah, perfect. Exactly. It's yeah. You know, Gotta laugh at yourself sometimes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a couple of bad, I, I had a bad thing about JT in the tournament. I need to own that. I, I had a, whatever. Hey, Moving on. We all have bad takes. That's Anyways. Right. The Colonial Invitational. Uh, as far as the field, it's a good field. Uh, I think the only ones that stand out, we're going to see three returning guys this week. Or maybe. Apparently Bryson's going to give it a go. We'll see. He said he, he didn't get a go last week. He wanted to. He's here in Colonial. I don't know. Um, if he's healthy, we'll get over the type of guys who typically do well here. He doesn't really fit that not, mold. Not Bryson. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, though. Like, we've seen some guys, and guys have been a lot more aggressive off the tee because they're cutting off more of the dog leg. Yeah. And we saw it in uh, the tournament that after COVID. A lot of guys just bombing over the dog leg. Same thing kind of last year. Like, even Spieth was hitting a lot of driver. Cole Craig was like uh, before, like a lot of guys are taking like more like positional like clubs off the tee. Yeah. With how far the ball's going now, Colonial's kind of getting a little, a little outdated. So look, like if he's healthy, that could work for him. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of hitting along the straight all the time. So there's that. Uh, apparently, Sungjae is clear to COVID now. He's going to play. Uh, and remember Harris English? Yeah, I know he's coming back this week. Apparently, he's coming back this week. Is he allowed to use his old putter grip that Karen knocked him out for? That's all I care probably, about. Probably not. So lame, dude. Who are these yeah. worst? The worst people in the world. Like literally, people who leave people. people who leave like Yelp reviews. Like, what do you what What are you doing with your time? How do you have this much free time? Are you going to dedicate 
10 minutes to write a fucking bad internet review or call the PGA about somebody's goddamn putter grip. Ugh. In 20 years, are we going to look back at that 2021 Ryder Cup team and be like, oh, yeah, Harris English on there. How the hell did he get on there? Yeah, probably. With all these, like, great, like, Mark Howe, like, DJ, JT, Spieth, <laughs> Harris English. Harris English. Like, and that, dude was, that dude was on uh, college game day. He was all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like, good for Harris English, man. The goober, man. Whatever. That's good, it, you know, good for him. He got, he got two wins last year, so. Yeah, all right. Good for him. Um, anyways, I mean, like, you got... Uh, Zal Torres, Mito, Sam Burns, Hovland, Morikawa, a bunch of other guys. It's, it's a great field. It's a great field. It is. Uh, I mean, the next three weeks are probably going to be really good. Fields, oh, I'm so, so excited. I didn't realize Memorial was tucked in here, too. It is. So, I'm super all right, let's talk about the golf, let's talk about the golf course. So, Colonial Country Club, it was, uh, built in 1936, basically in an effort to prove the naysayers wrong. So, everybody was saying, hey, listen, you cannot make a bent grass golf course in Texas. And this crazy motherfucker named Marvin Leonard was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. So he actually hired Perry Maxwell, who yeah. just designed Sunder yeah, Hills. Uh, he designed the golf course, and a guy named John Brenemus uh, oversaw the construction. Um, so they basically created a wall-to-wall bent grass golf course. And listen, the design was great. Maxwell didn't do anything wrong, but uh, the naysayers are right. Uh, you cannot build a wall-to-wall bed grass golf course in Texas because it is way too hot. You're using way too much water. The grass dies. It's way too much stress on the fairways and rough. But as we've seen in a couple of our golf courses in Texas, you can do use bent grass greens. You know, you just have to care for it. So over time, they end up converting the Bermuda grass fairways and rough to Bermuda, which is much more uh, accessible there. And that's what it is today. Uh, you know, as far as Colonial, like I posted a couple of videos as far as what it is. Um, I posted a flyover of, of the golf course. I posted a couple of videos from No Laying Up. Uh, one of the videos is basically talking about how this term is really special to Fort Worth. Like I, I think one of the unique things about this, uh, this term is like a lot of these golf courses are in the suburbs and stuff. This is actually right in the city, mm-hmm. kind of similar to, to Houston Memorial Park. Like, so it actually means something like downtown. The whole town rallies around it. Um, Colonial also doesn't seem like a very stuffy like country club either. Just like like talking like some of the members like or like in that video, uh, it just like it means a lot. Like this was a tournament that was on its last life, as we just saw. Like I mean, like yep. you know, all the sponsors were just a revolving door, and finally Charles Schwab came in with the big bucks and you know and the fancy car that they give to the caddies and stuff <laughs> like that. And you know, this now has a permanent place. It was looking for a while, like maybe this is going to be towards the end. I mean, it didn't even have a sponsor a couple of years ago. Uh, so there's that. And then, uh, uh, Big Randy and Neil played the horrible horseshoe of Colonial 18 times. Well, actually, they played six times. So the horrible horseshoe is holes three, four, and five, which who, just picks, picks up Randy. Who the fuck is Randy? Oh, he's one of the no laying up guys. Oh. I don't know those guys, but go ahead. Right, fine. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was confused. I was like, wait. It's actually a very entertaining. Video. It's, it's two guys. One guy is like a four handicap. The other guy is like a ten handicap, and they play the three toughest holes of the golf course um, six times over. Just a big okay. Group. You always so, talk about the no up guys. I gotta stop listening to them. Okay, so the, so number three basically it's a ninety degree dog leg left with bunkers on the dog leg there. Uh, very narrow fairway. Either you got to hit a hard hook to keep in the fairway, or you just got to hit right to the middle of the dog lane. You have a really long approach shot. Uh, number four is a 240-yard par three with some collection areas running off to the sides. And then number five, that's probably that, – that is a nightmare hole. So the fairway is cancer to the left towards an old creek bed. 
Okay. But there's OB to the right. So you either like, and, and this week we're going to get a stiff south wind. Yeah. And the drive range is just across from the creek bed. So you basically got to start your ball over the drive range and then try to curve it back in or else it's going to go blow rain to the woods in the OB. It's, it's, I think it's, I don't know if this is the exact step, but I think it has like the lowest like driving accuracy percentage on the PGA tour, that whole, like guys yes. just fairways are, it's so intimidating. A tee shot. Um, and then just otherwise with Colonial Country Club, you know, it's, it's your classic golf course. A lot of positional golf, at least how it was designed, like a lot of dog legs, a lot of holes where can't see the green from the tee. You gotta kind of pick and choose where you want to put your tee shot, you know, match up where the pin position is. Um, small greens, um, the bunkers aren't as severe or unfair as some yeah. players called it at Southern Hills. Um, there was well, that, they that, called that because it, the, the different material, right? Right. It was, In, sand. Yeah. Right. The, it was like gravel. Yeah. These bunkers have more just regular sand. So, uh, but overall, I mean, like this is a tournament that usually the winning score is low teens and mid teens under par. Um, you know, you're going to see guys, if you don't have it, you're going to card a lot of boogies, but birdies can be had up there too. Uh, and then I guess the only other note about this place is, you know, I mentioned that this is becoming a little outdated. It's only 7,200 yards. And the last couple of years, we've seen guys just bomb driver over the dog legs and they just access, they can carry the bunkers. It needs a renovation. So in 2023, after the completion of, uh, next year's Charles Schwab challenge, Gil Hans is actually going to renovate the golf course. Ooh. That would be the second Perry Maxwell he has done. Ooh. Yeah, th- Gil Hans is like becoming he's like a rock star. Yeah, he's a. I mean, he already was a rock star, but now he's like, I, I when I did the major pod with Andy, I think he has eight golf courses that he renovated. That's on the major rotation between now and like twenty thirty five. You know, he uh, rena- he's going to renovate this place. Got a couple others like coming up too. Like, and I mean, look, like I I wasn't really too thrilled with how they set up the golf course, but I thought. His work was really good. I thought it was an inter- it was an interesting golf course with Southern Hills, and I, I look forward to what he's going to do at Colonial. Um, I, I don't think you can really because it's it's a city property. I don't think you really lengthen it a whole lot anymore, unless they do what they did this week and just have like tee boxes across from greens. That wait, that, out. that was kind of weird, right? Yeah, I, was, I actually it was really weird. I didn't like it. So when I first charted that golf course, I was like, oh, 7,300 yards. I found the tee boxes, and then it was 7,500. I was like, where the fuck are they going to put their tee boxes? And I tried it, and I'm like, is it across from the green? And it was. They just – it was kind of nuts. But I understand why they had to do it. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think you can actually do this to this, but I'm I'm wondering if they're going to push out bunkers, redo some greens, maybe widen it a little bit. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. You know, so we'll see. We'll see what he does. We'll – uh We'll know for the 2024 Charles Schwab Challenge uh, what he has in store for us. So um, why don't we take another break, and then we'll start getting into betting strategies. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, listen, sweaty sack summer is approaching, and if you live in Florida, it's already here. I was just telling Steve it was 95 degrees with 99% humidity today. It was awful, and it's time to prioritize the comfort to your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers, and I can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. It's breathable, like Gill's 
for your groin. It's even trade, they even trademarked the jewel pouch. So you know it's that serious and it's time you invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off plus free shipping by using promo code SGP at manscaped.com. Uh, let's say you're on a date and your partner catches the manscaped on the waistband of your underwear. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows like a billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. That <laughs> this is thanks to the Lawnmower 4.0, their best electric trimmer for below the waist grooming, and to the trimmer offers the skin safe technology to help trim hair on loose skin. And outside of ball trimming, they're focusing on their efforts of helping out the thigh slappers in other ways, like the game changing boxers. These boxers include, like we said, the jewel pouch designed to cradle your boys. In their own special space, lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated. Basically, imagine your balls sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock on a tropical beach. The micro model fabric is buttery soft and breathable. Keep your cucumber cool. Walk, run, or strut. These moisture-wicking boxers will help you not break a sweat. The tagless waistband hugs your body without digging in and it lays flat against your skin to reduce chafing. The front fly opening gives you easy access to make bathroom breaks quick and efficient and you can choose from an arrangement of designs and colors and sizes from small to 3X for all the guys out there. So to get 20% off and free shipping with promo code SGP at manscaped.com, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once again, the boxers, 2.0. 2.0. Touch your sack and you'll never go back. All right. Bang strategies. So, uh, so let's just talk about some nuts and bolts of the golf course. Uh, so this golf course stretches just over 7,200 yards, plays as far as 70. Uh, like I mentioned before, tee to green, it is Bermuda and the Bermuda rough is very thick. Uh, it averages about three inches in length, which is actually thicker than what we saw at Southern Hills last week. So a little more penal to actually hit it. At this well, uh, but there's, but there's gonna have they're gonna have a first cut of rough there. This course that had that, no, that is true. It's like that that was great, man. Be I forgot to mention that was awesome. <laughs> it was great, man. Every Being golf so, course that should have that. No, no. Every well, golf no, course professional they, play. Everyone at. they play. Yes, I was like, no, fuck that shit, no. But like me and Tommy were talking about that. We we're like, that's perfect. Like, no, you don't get to you don't get to hit that rough and then sit in the first cut where it makes no difference for you. Like, you, you hit the fairway or you're in the shit. Like, I love it. Well, especially when it was like forty yard fairway wide fairway. Yeah. Too. Like, if you can't hit that fairway, you deserve to be right into the in the rough. shit, buried to the that. bottom. Be- yeah. Every single ball that went into that rough was buried, and I was like, ah, ha, ha. yes, that's how it yeah. is to play Bermuda. No, like I, I, I last week I was so big. I'm like, you cannot play out that Bermuda. Like we saw guys like airmail greens. We saw guys come up way short. Like, yep. Yeah. I, I, you have I, no I idea what it's gonna do. You have no idea what it's gonna do. I don't envy you for playing out of that <laughs> stuff every single week. So I, I'll prefer my comfy little pillow and uh, ryegrass and up here. So, anyways, so there's a Bermuda rough, three inches uh, like they do in the intermediate cup though. But you still don't want to be in it. Just like we saw last week, you know the ball's gonna come out dead. You know the ball's gonna come out live. You know, we'll see. The greens also are bent grass. So, again, we have a very similar agronomy we saw last week. Bermuda yep. fairways and rough, bent grass greens. And the greens are about the same size as uh, Southern Hills, too. I, they're not quite as undulated, though. Um, but they I, remember, about, I remember it being more flat. Yeah, it's a little more flat. I mean, there's some shelving to it, but it's it's not as crazy as, you know, some of the ones we saw this week. Uh, 5,000 square feet in area, about the same size. Um, so let's talk about the par fives, though. So the opening hole is only 551 yards, uh, but 
it's very difficult to get there in two. Uh, it's a tough tee shot. So all the way down the right is just a billion trees that if you're in there, it's going to clatter around and you're not going to be able to hit the green too. You just have to punch out. Uh, to the left is reef fairway bunkers. That again, you're just have to, that's a layup. And then if you're in the rough, you're not getting the, to the par five either. The only chance you can get to get there in two is if you hit it straight dab right in the middle of the dog bike. Otherwise, you're not getting there in two. Even that approach shot into the green is not that easy. So this is not like it's still played under par. Uh, but you have to hit a perfect tee shot or else you're basically, you got to hope to stick a wedge for your third. Uh, the other par five is 629 yards. Uh, if you have a helping wind, you can get there in two. Otherwise, it's probably a three shot hole. Uh, and in 2021, it actually did not yield a single eagle. So keep that in mind for DK. Do not use eagle or better or eagle percentage. <laughs> I never, I never use eagle or better. You definitely have at one point used eagle percentage. Never. All right. I, I, I think I've read people use it then. Yeah, you know, people I, do. I, I don't it, understand. It, I don't understand. Like it might that. be a tiebreaker, but you're talking the difference between one and like two percent. Like who makes more eagles? Like yeah. that gets a fuck. Yeah, like anyway. two, two out of 72 holes. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Let's do something new. So oh let's talk about historical stats of the golf course. Okay. And kind of maybe compared to some other golf courses on the PG Tour. So since 2015, the historical driving average or driving actually average at Colonial Country is 61.8%. That's pretty low for PG Tour standards. So here's some other golf courses that are within plus, within plus or minus 1% of that. So Eastlake, Harbortown, Scottsdale, Wiley, Memorial Park, which is the Houston Open. Ridgewood Country Club, TBC Four Seasons, where they used to play the Byron Nelson, Country Club Jackson, played the Sanderson. Um, of that list, just eyeballing it, I would say probably East Lake is a good comp, because that's when you got to keep in the fairway. Like, I think of guys like, you know, Xander, uh, played well at Kalina a couple years ago, and he does well at East Lake. Um, Justin Rose played well at East Lake. He's a former winner at Colonial. Uh, Kevin Na played well at East Lake last year. He won Colonial, so like there's that. Harbortown, kind of your positional plotting golf guys like Kucher, Kisner, all those guys. Uh, that's fine. Wiley, same thing with the Bermuda. That's like positional golf course too. Uh, Memorial Park is a good one. You know, cause Jason Kokrak won there. No. That's fine. Probably TPC Four Seasons is a good one too. Uh, you know. TPC which one? Four Seasons. That's where they used to play the oh, Byron yeah. Nelson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then okay. Country Club of Jackson, you got the Bermuda too. Uh, so probably, I mean, probably not Scottsdale, probably not Ridgewood. They hosted a, like, Facts Cup event, probably no. So, there was another list, yeah, you can probably look at them. Uh, it also, it's the sixth toughest golf course off the tee of the PGA Tour. Basically, you just lose the most strokes relative to other courses. And that's probably why guys just, you know, pull up down to play positional golf there. Because, like I mentioned, you don't want to be the Bermuda Rough. It's narrow fairways. Uh, it's hard to hit fairways. So, uh, the average driving distance at Colonial is also only 279. That indicates that guys tended to club down a lot. Although in recent years, that hasn't been the case. So maybe that might go up a little bit this year. Uh, what about green regulation percentages? That's about PG Tour average, about 66% since 2015. Some other golf courses that had similar green regulation rates, Southwind, Concession, TBC Four Seasons, and we talked about Glen Addy. Shadow Creek, Glen Oaks, Congaree, TBC Sawgrass, TBC Boston. Of that list, I think I like Southwind, TBC Four Seasons pops up again. Shadow Creek, you got the Co-Crack Cup, but otherwise I don't love it. Um, Sawgrass I can see, but that, that, that's, 
Like, no. we'll talk about it a little bit. It doesn't seem like there's like a, as far as like leveling out like guys off the tee, Sawgrass no. does a pretty good job of like creating parity. This place does a pretty good job of creating parity with like that, the two. So, yeah, I mean, there's some good ones on that list. Uh, and then the last thing I want to say about historical stats is, uh, Colonial does not feature very challenging or punishing greenside surrounds. It's actually the 12th easiest greenside surrounds on the PGA Tour. It's relatively mm-hmm. easy to get them down for a lot of the bunkers in the rough too. Yeah. So even if, even though there's, you know, a high, um, or about average, like, you know, green regulation rate, uh, getting up and down for the bunkers isn't really a problem this week. And that leads me to the relative skill set chart. We kind of contradicts a lot of this stuff. Oh, great. Well, we'll have to talk, we'll have to explain it then. I think there's a, I think there's a reason for both. So let's talk about performance off the tee. As far as like, all right, if it's really challenging, what's a favor? Well, I would think it probably would favor guys who are a little more accurate. And that's actually not the case. It's about, you know, average. Like, I would say, like, of the true stats, like distance and accuracy, probably favor guys that hit more fairways. But it's not overwhelming like I see in a bunch of other places. Yeah. So you do get a mix of guys who tend to spray it, tend to hit a lot of fairways. Awesome. I guess I would explain it um, because guys are clubbing down a little more. And if, when you do that, then driving accuracy percentages kind of go out the window. Right. So yeah. And, and the driving distance though does not matter here. Long hitters do well here. Short hitters do well here. So that's fine. Um, the only thing that really stands out from this, the chart is really good iron players do well here, which is not surprising. It's a ball strikers golf course. You know, you got to be precise. Hitting for the fairway is pretty important. If you're in the fairway, take advantage of it. But good scramblers do well here too, which doesn't, it seems to not jive with the easy greenside surrounds. You think, all right, well, it's easy for everybody. You know, that shouldn't be all that important, but I guess I put it as like, like, if it's really easy, then if you're really good at it, you should be able to separate yourself more from the field. And if you're really bad at it, you know, that's going to cost you more. That's how I justify it. So yeah, like, but if you look at a lot of the leaderboards, we'll get to some of the guys who do well here. Basically, that's a common theme. Really good iron players, really good scramblers. Uh, and then, like, I also posted in the article I wrote this week, um, similar golf courses with the same types of guys do well there. Austin Country Club for the match play, TBC Southwind, Harbor Town, TBC Craig Ranch, and Port Royal, the Bermuda golf course. Yeah. Those similar types of players do well, Colonials do here. Port, Port Royal? The Bermuda golf. Yeah, it's just like, you know. It just seems weird. It does seem weird, but that's just what data golf's for. Maybe don't use that one then. Maybe just use the other ones. No, I'm just saying, like off the jump, I didn't look at anything. I'm just saying off the jump, it just sounds like, wait, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it just it just seemed like those types of players with who were, you know, there's a good mix of like good drivers, bad drivers, accurate ones, not accurate ones. Um, are towards the top of the leaderboard, but generally they're pretty good with their irons. Generally good scramblers. Putting can be kind of a crapshoot, which is kind of what it is here. So, um, all right, why don't we take another break, and then we'll uh, finish up the betting strategies. All right, sounds good. So, athletic greens, 
and their AG1 supplements. So what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of AG1? You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. And it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're invested in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. That's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay. All right, let's talk about approach shots. Like I said, um, iron play is really important this week. Last week I took a guess at what the approach shots were. I think I – Kind of nailed it. A lot of yeah. our shots under 150 yards. Yep. Um, we actually have shot link data this week and it's very clear cut. Uh, high, basically everything under 175 yards is higher than average rate on PG tour. Not a whole lot of long approach shots here. Focus on just short irons and mid irons this week. And those tend to be the guys that do pretty well here that, you know, kind of hit those shots pretty good. What's, Not a what's, lot of what's Kiz's, uh, record around here? He won. I don't. I don't mean to throw off of the rails. No, he's he's a winner. He's a former winner here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he won like I don't know, 2018 or something. Okay. Yeah, like he's won here. Kevin Nas won here. Yeah. I think Kucher's what Kucher might have won here one year. Okay. Um. Justin oh. Rose won right, so here. Chris Kirk is one here. Kids Chris won in 27. Chris, Chris. Uh. Kevin. Kevin won in 2017. Rose yeah. won in 18. Nah, yeah. 90. Burger, 20. Yeah. So that's why okay. I'm saying, like, okay. Southwind, Wyland, no. Harbor Town, like, no. those types of tracks. No. Okay. Yeah, a lot of those guys do pretty well at all those places. Do you know who Kenny Perry is? Yeah, of course I know who Kenny Perry is. Okay. He should have won the 20, 2009 Masters. You don't know who Kenny Perry is? No, I don't know who fucking Kenny Perry is. <sighs> he won in 2003. Steve Flesh? I don't know who that is. Oh, my God. Kenny Perry won here twice? Yeah. He's going to come back this year too, probably. Tim yeah, they Brown. always invite like the old, the old, uh, yeah. Here. Speaking of that, that PGA champion, champions dinner photo was so sad compared to the Masters one. It is pretty sad. Did you, did you, you know, on Twitter, did you see it? Yeah, I saw an article. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw know. it in Golf Digest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what gets put out. <laughs> that was pretty sad. So, uh, I mean, look, like, I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time on that anymore. Just, We'll go that. And then just horses for courses. Um, so number one, Jordan Spieth, uh, Thursday's round, gained two and a half strokes per round of the field. I mean, he's won here. He came second last year. He's just good here. Morkow was second. Uh, he lost in a playoff to Berger at the COVID year. I think he finished like top 15 last year. Third, Justin Rose, former winner. Fourth, Webb Simpson. Like we talked about some of the courses Ooh. we named. Harbortown. He looked look good this weekend yeah. too. Harbortown, Wiley, you know. Uh, Southwind, Sea Island, like those types of places. Like, Webb's are good all those places. Five, Kevin Na, former winner here. Same thing. Good at all those places. Six, Tony Finau, which is surprising, but he's been really good here, though. Um, seven, Justin Thomas. Eight, Kevin Kisner, which just said. Nine, Harris English. Come back from injury. And ten, Charlie Hoffman. So, hmm. good, like, there's a mix of, like, Inaccurate bombers, some balanced guys, some really accurate players. Like, off the tee is a big parody, but all of them are pretty good with their irons, especially from within 175. 
all of them are relatively pretty good scramblers. You know, that's basically just going to be what I'm going to focus on this way. I'm not really going to try and get too cute, like, and try and target those guys. Target guys are tend to be pretty good at Colonial and some of those other comp courses I mentioned, and that's really about it. Okay. So, any any uh, early leans for you? No, I'll probably play, like, initially I'll play Jordan. He's always on the fucking leaderboard here, at least DFS-wise. Outright's not quite sure. I mean, I'll look for, I'll look for Berger, right? Flop lag on him. Cause I have no idea. I have no idea what he did. No idea. I didn't see a single fucking shot from mm-hmm. Berger. All I know is he's got the bad weather draw and my brain can just be like, bad, bad weather draw. Um, yeah. I mean, the field's stacked, man. I don't know. It like, is. like kids, kids kind of, kids kind of tickles my fancy a little bit. Okay. How are you Burns this week? Yeah, I, I think, I think, I think, he played well last week at Southern Hills. Yeah, he played fine. Yeah, he got the uh, bad weather, he got the bad weather draw too. Yeah, mm, um, I'm, I'm fine with Burns. I'm, I'm fine going back to Kokrak too. Dude made the cut. He hit the ball okay. Yeah, and he didn't yeah, Wet Wet played well last week. No. Nope. Um, we're gonna go play. team. We're gonna go team old guys. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Stewart Sink. No, I'm not playing Stewart Sink. Tony Finau, you want to go for him? I, I don't know if I, I do don't. Like, I don't know if I do it again with Fino. <sighs> which which now that I say that I have to bat him next week. I don't mind Fino. What 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 did he gain with his irons this week? Or lose um so he gained half a stroke per round, so about two gained okay. half a stroke around the greens. Okay. Gained a little pot eight. I mean he gained everything, he just knows he's spectacular. I mean a lot of it came today though. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. All right, I, maybe it's one more week of feed now for me, but okay. I'm I'm getting sick of kind of. Yeah, trust me. I, listen, I got plenty. It's of frustrating. It's frustrating betting on Tony Fina. <laughs> oh yes, no shit. Yeah, but I probably will go one more time and see what happens. But yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right, um, want to take one more break and win the ship. All right, listen. Did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without the added security, might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history will completely Shielded from falling into the wrong hands, even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually visible on invisible online. It's that simple. You can I, I you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. IP Vanish is offering an incredible seventy percent off their yearly plan for our listeners with a thirty day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you gotta do is tap a button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. So stop sharing. With the world, everything you stream, search for, and buy. Take back your privacy today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And use promo code SGP to claim 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Got anything else? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Uh, no. I'm looking forward to Colonial. And, yeah, uh, I am too. Back, uh, Back tomorrow with a uh, very special guest who was unable to join us for the uh, PGA Championship. But, I didn't uh, even we, know that shit until uh, you texted me that the other day. I, I completely. Oh, forgot you had no idea what was going on. No, I completely forgot. Okay. What was funny is so. Never mind. I'll talk to you offline about it. But uh, okay. so um, yeah, I completely fucking forgot until you texted me that. And uh, all right, yeah, be nice, nice to hear how uh, how the deep dish was. <laughs> yes, and uh, how <laughs> strong the field was too. 
All right. Well, then that's it. And then we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow night for uh, DFS show. That's it. All right. So go make sure you go click Steve's article. I know we just gave a breakdown, but it's even more in depth on this. So go to sportsgalepodcast.com and go read Steve's preview article. Uh, you can't find anything better in the industry. I don't give a shit what anybody else says. And, uh, you know where to find me, boss underscore cap at Twitter, uh, on Twitter. So yeah, that's it. Other than that, nice recap of the week and, uh, on a colonial. Let's break them. Fucking break them.